yesterday's Sweaters Club. I'm your host, Mikey Moore. It's uh, November 3rd, and tonight we're going to be talking to the hosts of the legendary local radio show, Not Quite Midnight, Mitch, Trent, and Hayden. These guys do just about everything for the local scene, including the radio show itself, putting on gigs, and a ton of social promo. We talk to the boys about the origins of Not Quite Midnight, shows, and their favorite bands in the scene right now. Now, I do apologize, guys. It was a rainy, windy night, which affected the old Wi-Fi, so we had a bit of choppy audio, but the content of the interview was great, and it was awesome to dig a little deeper with the boys. Listen in. Okay, I'm here with the boys, Mitch, Trent, and Hayden from Not Quite Midnight. How are you guys going? Not bad, man. Yourself? Hey, man. Good, thanks. Um, so, obviously... There's a lot of people in the scene that would know you, but um, if you guys want to introduce yourselves and um, your role on the on the show. All right. I am Mitch. I am the founder, I guess, for lack of a better word, of Not Quite creator. Midnight. And I'm, yeah, creator. The father. And, <laughs> um, and I'm usually the one behind the panel. On the ones and Unless, twos? Yeah. <laughs> Doing all the, the special stuff. Wait, so we've, we've, got, we've got a trio here. So obviously, uh, Mitch, you would be the father. Who's the son and who's the Holy Spirit? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely, there's nothing holy about me. I'll tell you that. Yeah, so. uh, about any of us, really. I, I, yeah. think go, I think going in order of who joined the show to be me as the father, Trent as the Holy Spirit, and uh, Hayden as the son. Yeah, that, that sounds <laughs> yeah, right. Like that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, How um, has Freedom Week been for you guys i know where you are just finished cup oh. weekend so oh, i yes. went on a three-day bender yeah i had parties and had all these people over at my house these two at, guys plus everyone and i was at one of those said parties so you were mitch was together <laughs> you beauty. And, and then we, we had, had our to stop own party on, the on air on sunday exactly we had to, <laughs> the only reason i didn't have a party on sunday is because yeah we had to do the show sunday night oh boy was it uh, we all a bit dusty doing the show ah <laughs> oh, pretty good too bad and the show is at nine o'clock at night, so uh, it's plenty of recovery time. <laughs> that's true. Get a nap. In as long as I get a good night's sleep, I'm good. It's the next the next day that's usually an issue. You know. Yep. I get up at four thirty for work on the. <laughs> you people have to get up early. Jeez, I can't remember the last time I got up at four thirty. I do. I came home from bang. <laughs> <laughs> that's last. I haven't been up this early since I came home that late. That'll do Just it. Wait until you have kids. Kids, oh, kids yes. who have you up all the time. Oh, I don't. Yeah. Oh, good. For those listening, Haiti is a new dad. So uh, congratulations, fresh, man. Fresh daddy. Thank you. Good, sir. It's, it's, I'm still coming to terms with it myself. It's good. It's just weird. We're losing your freedom. <laughs> I've been pretty good. I mean, I'm here. I've had a band practice, and now we, got, we get to talk to Mikey. It's oh, great. It's weird. We're on the other side of the, the lens, the, the camera, whatever yeah, it is now. This is very odd for us, Mikey. Yeah. Thank you. Because <laughs> we're used to interviewing people like you, and now we're sitting here going, okay, we don't need to say this. Just keep your mouth shut. <laughs> I didn't have to get up my list of questions. I'm like, shit, what do I say? Hang on. What did I used to tell people? I just got to sit there and answer questions. Oh, well, it's only fair that someone turns the microphone on you guys eventually. So <laughs> Eventually. And what a man to do it too. Oh, <laughs> we're I, honored. I, I, we I'm are so honored. glad there was anyone that I, we ever wanted to get interviewed by. It was you. Glad to hear that, boys. Well, um, let's get to some questions, eh? Um, so Shoot. not quite midnight. How long has the show been going for now and how did it begin? So the show's first episode was on New Year's Eve 2016. 
Wow. Um, so that yeah. means you guys are coming up to the the fifth year anniversary of the show. Yep. And you began on a New Year's Eve. It did, yeah. I had nothing to do on a New Year's Eve. Uh, that's how sad my life was back then. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. And um, how how did you get involved with the radio station to set up the show? So I'd been involved with uh, with 3MDR since year 12, which was 2013 um, right. as a sound engineer. Um, worked my way through, helped out with the youth show for a little while and got bored not being able to play what I wanted to play. The metal. <laughs> All the angry stuff. The forbidden music. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Was it a uh, tough sell to the radio station to say, hi, I want to uh, play some some heavy metal stuff, some screamo, you know? Was it tr- was not, it to the, uh, not to the station manager and the, the, Rand, the assistant station manager, Rand. Phil and Rand. Well, they were all for it, but they're like, yeah, you realize you're pitching this on a station that had at the time, I think, eight different blues or country shows. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm like, yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, what you're saying is it's time to diversify things a little bit. Yeah, that's really so, cool. So um, I think I pitched the show in 2014 mm-hmm. and then retracted the pitch because I had other things going on trying to find work and everything, just getting out of high school, going to uni and figuring out where everything was and what I was doing. A couple of years later, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm ready to do it. I want to do it. I've been on the youth show for way too long. I am not officially youth anymore. (laughs) Um, Yeah, let's do it. And the first show was yep, New Year's Eve 2016. I ran it by myself for about a year. Um, Took a bit of a break after life took a dive. And then... Trent joined the show in, was it 17 or 18? I don't know. It's been at least two years or so. What are we, 21? It's two and a bit years it's been. So I don't remember. I didn't notify that down. I I was just coming on to have a chat. And next thing you know, here I am. And I brought my mate along with me. Yeah, you were going on to be interviewed. I'd had Trent on with Once We're Lost. They were playing live on the show. And we got talking. And he's like, hey, you know, I'm happy to come on every now and again, do something. Yeah, we bounced ideas back and forth for about a year and uh yeah he came on first and never like left. once a month or something yeah. and then yeah eventually just never left yeah, hayden so came on I'll do this i think it was 2017 you came because hayden came in a, unify 2018 just after was, unify 2018 it was a bit yeah just after that wasn't it yeah yeah because um me and mitch know each other through a mutual friend that i used to work with and we just became friends through that pretty much. And I found out he was on the radio show from Trent. I was like, I've got to come in and talk. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> That's cool, man. So Mitch, uh, did you know Trent in any capacity before he came on the show? No, no, never met him. Um, he wishes he did. Nah. Probably wouldn't have let me on if he did. <laughs> <laughs> so um, does it feel like the complete operation now that all three have yeah, the show up. runs pretty smoothly now. Um, it, it's nice having someone across the panel to talk to. Just talking uh, to yourself, When I was yeah. doing it by myself, I'm like, I don't know whether anyone's listening. This is really awkward. I'm not the most confident of people at the best of times. So <laughs> talking to myself in an empty room around midnight uh, quite. took some getting used to. It's interesting that you say that, Mitch, because I've always thought like you've got this like really like perfect boomy radio voice. 
and it's um it's interesting <laughs> Very dulcet tones, like, doesn't he yeah like it's 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 weird that you say like that you lack a bit of lacked a bit of confidence in the beginning because i can't imagine you not talking on the show like it's you it's just save those old episodes mitch yeah well you might have to yeah send me a clip it'd be It'll interesting to hear like how far you've come because yeah oh god you- i'd have to find them <laughs> <laughs> oh, i am uh, mitch we're not quite midnight <laughs> No, it's cool because it, like when you listen to the show, like you're the clear leader and the, like I guess you're all three of you are hosts, but like Mitch, you really like drive the thing and it's um well, it's he's cool. He's in charge of the buttons and the volumes anyway, so he can make himself louder and forget to <laughs> yeah, turn Hayden true. on a bunch. Yeah. I, I, you can't say it, but I am air quoting forget. Sometimes I do it just to piss him off. <laughs> <laughs> just like you forget to play the right song. <laughs> no, no, no. That that's the monkeys. We don't talk about that. the monkeys. We don't talk the about Fight Club. God damn it! Oh yeah, behind the wall. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, you can't can't avoid that. Um, yeah. So with put like planning a show, do you guys have like a kind of set out plan when going Somewhat. into it, or is it more just like an off the cuff? Like you know the songs you're going to play. Look, we try to have a plan. Um, we, we've we've gotten more and more organized, especially in the last two years when we really had to get it organized more and there wasn't as much happening and there wasn't as much coming out. It's like, all right, what are we going to do? What are we putting on? Um, you know, like obviously Spotify helps with the the playlist. Fridays and, and stuff. Yeah. Friday, you get your release radar, all that sort of stuff. And then obviously you can look around in a bunch of groups and just stuff, you know, from bands posting during the week and you sort of get to your Friday, Saturday and go, all right, what's on my list. All right, cool. Here we go. We have a big group chat going and sort of try and compile stuff by Sunday night and hopefully have enough songs to fill the show. The beautiful thing about all three of us, yeah, we love our metal and hard stuff, but we have already some broader, different tastes from each other. Yeah, diverse tastes as well. I love just being that random person that finds like the weirdest stuff from like a different country. (laughs) That's good. Hayden brings in a lot of the a lot of the international stuff. Yeah, (laughs) keeps it fresh and interesting, I suppose. I would always put like, you know, Aussie stuff first if we can fit it. But if there's a good song, there's a good song. Mm. Um, you guys also have bands in that do like sort of live sets as well. Um, oh, was that acoustic well, sessions? Oh, well, yeah, even so. Like it's, is, is that something that's always been like a plan for that you guys to incorporate? That was one or? of my primary reasons for starting the show. <laughs> that's um, right, yeah. Uh, I, I often joke about this when we have bands in. It's, uh, yeah, no, I started not quite midnight because I wanted my own personal gigs. Um, but it's I, something I love about metal is, yes, it's harsh, it's raw, and it, it's loud. But strip it back, play it acoustically, and it can sound quite amazing if it's done well. And like yeah. we've had some of Melbourne's best bands come in and strip their sets back, and it's been phenomenal. Oh, right frontier season frontier season, frontier season letters to amara letters to amara oh, such um, good sets we've been very lucky we have yeah There's i forgot some... the name it's gone straight out of my head once we're, we're lost yeah then once we're lost cold sleep <laughs> cold sleep cold sleep, cold sleep was really impressive that was true yeah that was good it's one thing definitely that's been missing from the show the last two years is the live um, while we've been able to do interviews, you know, like you don't have to be in the same room and all that sort of stuff. We can't have anyone. We haven't been able to have anyone in the studio. So that was the the big thing is where like having a band in every couple of months to, to do a recording and, and you know, be on the show is amazing. And that's probably yeah, one big thing we've missed is um having that. Yeah, chance for bands to really showcase themselves in a sort of a little bit of a different light. And the chemistry when you're live on air in a studio with someone is 
so different. Like we miss you and we love this, but there is something so different. Like the interview we had with you on the show is ages ago. Is that the it, one leading up to yesterday first? Where yeah. Came here? Yeah. Leading so. up to the it's, initial it's uni- very, uh, yesterday fest, I think. Yeah. What, no, the one before that, that was online. And then the one leading up to actual yesterday fest that was this year, we had Mikey over at my place for a, yeah, the actual one, it's, which it's was very right. different interviewing someone face to face than it is on on something like this. Yeah, mm-hmm. not that it takes it much away from it, but it's just it's just natural and you know more intimate. Yeah, for sure. Well, that leads me into my next question. Obviously, lockdown would have made things extremely difficult. Um, you would think that it it wouldn't affect a radio show that much, but I'm sure you guys could could um, uh-huh. say that it's the opposite, really, right? <laughs> oh, look. The, the first couple of weeks of lockdown last year were really difficult. But oh. looking back on kind of what we've been through in the last 18 months, it's been some of the best shows we've produced since everyone came ahead. Everything's well, the production flowed. is definitely good. Shut up. Um, <laughs> like the interviews that we've been able to have because we haven't been able to do anything else. Um, that's something we've been talking about getting back at the swing of, but with all of us yeah. working different schedules, getting those interviews isn't as... Um, easy at the moment i think like a lot of businesses we adapted like the whole like, i mean this exactly right now what we're doing is a very good example is zoom that's exactly how all those other for- yeah and that's the thing we, we we sort of were like bands that sometimes we usually like to have people in on the show and it's mm-hmm. sunday night we're in upway sometimes it doesn't suit everyone's schedule especially if they live on the other side of the, of the, the country of so, or yeah not even the country uh, and so like having that online ability to all of a sudden interview people, which we always had, but we never went for it. It, it was, sort yeah. of opened us up to get a, a lot more interviews because we didn't have to, everyone could be sitting at their home and just doing it. No one had a lot to do any of that. Like it sort of just expanded us to go, hey, you don't need to have someone in the studio all the time. It was definitely a learning process as well, though. And I think we grew off it and embraced it. Yep, definitely. I mean, we had, when the, when it first started, like said, we, we couldn't go to the station, go to the station because broadcasting is essential. But when it originally started with, we'd have to, we couldn't go in and we couldn't be live. So we had to come to my house on like a Thursday afternoon. Now, this goes back to our thing of where Fridays, you had to do a show on Thursday and try and know maybe what's coming out or not be able to actually have the freshest of tracks out there. We were running basically a week behind for a solid six months yep. in terms of content. So we oh. had to basically get Thursday afternoon, they had to come to my house. We record the show. I get it all done, edit it all up, and I have to get it to the radio station by Friday morning so they can upload it. 12 o'clock sure Friday had to be in. So they, they can make sure it was uploaded to the system and would play on Sunday nights in the normal slots. You forget it got worse, though. Well, that's the thing. Then we couldn't, you couldn't go to people's houses anymore. And I didn't even own a computer, so I had to borrow Mitch's iPad or something. Exactly. So then we got onto the whole Zoom. I mean, there's a there's a... There's a one called Zencaster we use and it got to the point, yeah, where we were sitting here on Thursday nights and all in our own houses, talking about some songs, playing some stuff and just sort of going through it. And once again, having to edit it all. I'm, I'm so happy. I, I never want to have to edit a full <laughs> entire show again because just the pressure of having to get it all done and everything in by, you know, a certain time to make sure we had a show that week. It was just like oh, so time consuming. And even then we had incidents where the wrong show would get queued up and we'd be playing something from three weeks ago. Oh, or the presenter, the presenter that was supposed to queue everything up just didn't. Um, yeah. And of course being in Upway, um, perfect example, the storms and things that went through last week, there's still plenty of people up there that don't have power to begin with. Our studio for anyone that hasn't been there is nestled right behind Upway South Primary School in the middle of the forest, basically. The place looks haunted if you're driving in. It is uh, yeah, at night. 
it's an old homestead, if that makes any reference yeah. as well. So old it's pretty old. House. But um, so yeah, our, our studio is upway, but our uh, our transmitter site is yep. up in Callista. And if a storm goes through, power goes out in one of those two sites, nothing is going yeah. to air. So there's a whole lot of things that, especially last year, made it very difficult to actually get a show together and um, and like from start to finish. So many different issues we could have encountered. Yeah, and that's why subscribers mean a lot as well because we were able to buy um, generators for when power does go down, and you know, it, it keep literally you say it all the time, and it might be a little bit of a joke, but it's true. It literally keeps the lights on. Mm. So. That's awesome. Yeah, well, it's good to, I guess, see that you guys are able to stay going strong. And um, yeah, I guess it, like you mentioned, it taught you a few things as well, made you push yourselves as well to to deliver the best show possible. Um, so I guess it, could, it was it even like sort of like a blessing in a way. I would never say that. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I won't yeah. take for granted what we learned from it and what I even learned from it because I because I had to adapt myself, having to plan what I had to say and and know what was coming up instead of just naturally talk about it live to air. It was definitely a. I won't take it for granted what we learned, but yes, whether we wanted to actually have to go through that and maybe not so much. Yeah, look, I'm not looking forward to ever having to do it again, but I have definitely learned about my my editing skills a lot more. Um, like I said, eventually, if you listen to some of those shows, they're the most well produced, well perfectly produced shows because I could fade everything in perfectly, and there was no mess ups. Everything was basically perfect because it was all pre recorded, and I could sit there and work everything out and stuff like that. Though, but you know, I sometimes like the fact that shit goes wrong, and oops, we played the wrong song, and oh, why is that on shuffle? It makes it more natural, like yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Especially when someone messages in and says that doesn't sound like it was meant to happen. It's like shit, yeah, someone is actually listening. Yeah, that's one thing I did love though. We did miss. We have a text line, so people can text in literally while the show's on, request songs, say whatever, you know, all that sort of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something we definitely didn't have. Is a lot less of that feedback or the, the live feedback at the time from who's listening was stuff wrong. Yeah, having like that sort of connection to the audience was a lot less though. I reckon. Yeah. It's um interesting that you got a text line. Um, have you guys ever had some weird messages come through or? Well, we have a. Uh, we got a lot of requests for Vice Grip. <laughs> <laughs> that's an inside joke that no one really knows. Like that's right for the people who do. That's shout out funny. to Pat, the singer of Once Will Last, who loves Vice Grip by Parkway. Even when we're not in the studio, if someone's away, we still text in Vice Grip. That's our joke. Yeah, we always text the. If I'm yeah, if I'm not there that week, I'll just like randomly text the show, just put Vice Grip and stuff like that it's like oh there's always different person has texted in vice grip uh it's hilarious yep there's that but i mean weirdness it's not I don't so get a lot of weirdness like we just get oh my god i love this song or like literally people who like are listening and we're like oh how good is it going to be going to unify this year and it's gonna fuck yeah unify on woo like we, we, capital letters we do have luckily to describe a jade who is a good friend of ours will tell us if levels are too low or you know too high so sometimes she'll just text me just be like just oh, why is it something like that i'm like oh yeah hang on, we'll fix that so that's but, nice um, to have some like almost like someone off air just you know checking in <laughs> making sure things are running properly got a producer <laughs> just prodding us <laughs> yeah. don't, don't, live feedback. don't give it too much of a big head mitch there yep She'll probably listen to this too. Yeah, so, she will. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think we've had any particularly strange texts, but we've certainly had some weird phone calls. Oh, that, yes, that's oh, true. Yes. That, that is, <laughs> yeah. from Ballarat or Bendigo? Oh, yeah. Is that one? The metal dudes from, yeah. Ginger. As well. Was it? <laughs> yeah. He, it's like, request, do you want to request a song? And he asked for Ginger, wasn't it? G- yeah, no, it was, it was Ginger. 
we were having a particularly proggy night and these two dudes who somehow found us, they were in Bendigo or Ballarat, somewhere up around that way. And they just called us every song bracket, telling us how much they liked the show. I was like, cool. And to the point where, guys, I'm sorry, I need to put you down. The song's about to run out because we need to go back live to air. Yep. It was <laughs> it was funny because we don't get many phone calls and like you just sit there and then like the phone just lights up and we go, the hell? It's like, uh, yeah, that was it's 10 o'clock on a Sunday night. No one's calling the radio station. But then we're like, what's going on? And then there's those other guys. Um, who were the guys in local Mitch, the Belgrave guys that used to run a show? Yeah, the yeah, original so guys. We, we, we got calls from um, a guy that used to run the original metal show on 3NDR, um, the Midnight Mosh. So it was nice to kind of be validated by those that had come before. Oh, so it wasn't like an inter-show beef sort of thing. You, you, oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> like they, their show would be... Done and everything like that. Years, yeah, yeah, exactly. Before and they I just, yeah, stumbled across and just went, Oh, I wonder what's happening there. And all of a sudden, yeah, they've been listening to us. And yeah, we get this phone call. We've had a couple of phone calls from them. I think they requested Lamb of God and a couple other things. And it's yeah. like, Look, we don't exactly encourage people to call into the show. That's probably a bit much. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the text line's definitely that nice way of doing it. Um, there's always the same two or three people you sort of see on there. You're like, Ah, oh, that's we so start knowing the end because like, like, it doesn't show a full number, it just shows a little bit of number. We start knowing that's true. Who we it don't is. know their phone, so we can't call them back. If they text in, I think it shows half or three quarters of their phone number, not their full number. That's why you both listen right. <laughs> when you do listen to the show. We want people to actually shout out their names, like, tell yeah, us, exactly. tell we us can't don't just say hi, just you know, be hi, it's whatever, yeah, exactly. So so we can give you a shout out when we when we read a text. <laughs> well, um, this isn't all you do. Um, I know you guys put on a bunch of local shows as well. Um, just around, I think. Uh, just, trying to, rack them just trying to follow in your footsteps, man. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm following in your footsteps, bro. Um, I think you're, bro, we're, I think you're we're following <laughs> each other in circles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much, right? It's just that, yeah. Yeah. Well, t- tell me a bit more about how that started and and how it um, ties in with the show. Trent. It had been something that I'd wanted to do for a long time. I'm an audio engineer. I've done a lot of live stuff, but I didn't really have the venue connections or the band connections to get things started. So when Trent came in, he's like, I have a entire database of Melbourne bands that I can contact and say, hey, do you want to do a show? Yeah, cool. I like and, you. And you can stay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, that's, well, that's, yeah, like I said, it's, Mitch hasn't sort of had it. The reason, like it being in bands since forever, it's always that point where you have to put on your own gigs to start with at least to, to get on them and stuff like that though putting lineups together um the whole rack em up thing well i i'm also a sound engineer and i work at i work at rack em up though so it sort of came in there for a while i was just like seeing how he was running the nights and all this sort of stuff and i'm like can i put on some shows oh yeah put on some for my band and then we said well now we're sort of getting the i guess the following and people are knowing where we're here and stuff like that you know let's try and put on some shows and see if we can get some good lineups together and you know play bands from the show because it's a it's something to talk about we can promote them we can get them all on the show interviews leading up to it all that sort of thing and then obviously yeah have the big sort of gig and hopefully it goes well you know some of them are average and some of them we have were pretty good i reckon there's we've been lucky with some really decent shows and yep. like at the end of the day we love the scene we love the music that's why we we listen to the show so when we get to play a show it's not necessarily you know for everyone it goes back to well. mitch's point we just wanted people to play for us so we just wanted like, free entry into gigs so we just put the shows on and have bands play for us and if other people turn up that's awesome but yeah. we also just get to go and see a bunch of um cool bands and up what um, sticks out in your mind as like the favorite show you guys have put on together? It's hard. I mean, we had very little to do with it, but Yesterday Fest was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> well played, Mitch. 
that was a fun day. I think I'm still like have done permanent brain damage from all the beers I drank that day. It's um, yeah, it was a really good. Day. It was a good day. And all the kebabs, your HSPs that you, you and I did. Mikey get HSP home. on the way home because we all came home in the oh, same car. That was fun. Yeah. We, now I there's just, a good. There's one of my favorite interviews. Driving <laughs> home from yesterday fest, the three of you in the back of my car, just running a recorder, just talking about stuff. Yeah. I do it remember was, that night because I do remember waking up in the morning. I think I didn't even brush my teeth. I just went straight to bed and I was like, I can taste. I had something like a, a midnight. Well, it was probably it was later than midnight snack, but yeah, I, was like, I can taste something. I, I definitely got something on the way home. And then, yeah, it all kind of came back to me. Uh, the, the random photos you found in your phone would have helped too. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of photos. Yeah. That was, that was the funny. one you guys did miss was the week or two after when we came home from the disillusion show and Mikey had just moved house. And I swear <laughs> when we dropped him off, he was walking up the wrong driveway to start with. Yeah. Then something runs back out and runs up another driveway. And we're like, we're just going to wait and see. And hopefully he gets to his actual house because he just moved house and he was drunk as all. Oh, you man, know. I would do the same thing, especially. Oh, absolutely. Just yeah, it would. That was a fun That one. was, I had just moved house and I, yep. it was so dark. I couldn't see anything yep. and i reckon i almost went and like tried to open some random person's door i reckon like, i reckon you got to the front door and then maybe just went mm, i don't think this is mine because you started <laughs> running across the the yard and then running up the next driveway and we're like we're just gonna wait and see what happens here and see if he actually gets into a house so going back to your your actual question yes. i do like <laughs> it when we put either jupiter giant or interception on because they always seem to play with each other so we put a show on that I, was that didn't we? exactly jupiter so the giant interception uh complex. complex and rhinosaur was on oh, the start right. that was a good one to rack them up we got a huge crowd everyone went off it was just great heavy bands that's right. that was that night that uh mitch still has that that inferiority complex too, started yeah. playing jupiter giant yeah yep. and it sounded oh, well, well, no, they they just played the riff during soundcheck. They did one of their oh. riffs. Uh, it was my message tone until my phone blew up. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think my other favorite is the uh, the first gig that we had. Um, Cold Sleep on. Oh yeah, that was great. That was a lot of fun, and just seeing these guys live, and having not met any of them before, not knowing how small Ash was, and they're just oh. watching these screams come out of us. Jesus out of Christ, that's so terrifying. small. How does that sound come out of someone <laughs> like that? And in, and Rob's voice, you just it's just oh, it's so contrast, amazing. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I'm just trying to find some of the posters actually because we've <laughs> either done or been through so many gigs as a group that they don't yep. blend all together, but. It's hard to remember them. Yeah, when oh, you're running we, the same yeah. shows at the same venues, and sometimes you put the same bands on over the course of a year or two. Sometimes we're playing shows ourselves. We're also playing it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. There's things like that. It's like, which one was the Cold Sleep one? I mean, there was at least three times I reckon we put Cold Sleep on. They've probably been on our shows the most. Definitely one of the, the favorites of the show. Yeah, I'm good definitely. people. I'll have to check them out. I don't know if I've heard their stuff before, but oh, um, mate, definitely go check out Cold Sleep. They Those had guys a song. It, it's, it seems like years since we've been on the beers. That was one of a new one they have, but they're kind of, yeah, they've got this yeah heavy sort of screamy female sound. And then Rob is a opera trained singer. opera singer oh, um, who does a lot of their cleans, who does a lot, who does the cleans, but Ash also does clean. It's, it's a great mix. It's just heavy sort of stuff with some rahs and then, oh, and you're like, oh, wow. Very unique. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, I guess my next question is um, you guys have obviously been going to shows for a very long time. Um, do you feel like the scene's a lot different now than what it was like 10 years yes. ago, 15? This is a question for yes. those two. No, dramatically, yes. 
I, I, I felt scared of like going to shows when I was younger. I think the like, and I've said this on the air a lot. The community around our scene is so so tight knit and so open armed yep. and welcoming. It just I, when I, as you know, I used to work at Fist of Face years ago. As Danny always seems to point out, I say it too much, but it's true. <laughs> but I was there was a period where I had no connection to the music scene for a while, and I came back to it, and I felt so welcomed, and I was so happy to be back immersed in all this music and local scene. So yes, the the question is, it's changed for the better, and it's amazing. Yeah, there's a lot less, a lot less fighting, uh, a lot less bitchiness and stuff like that. Like. It was a lot harder back when we say 10, 15 years ago and things like that. One, there's a lot less shows around. Um, there wasn't the social media thing. So you sort of couldn't get the following. You had to do it naturally. You had to actually had to work more and yeah. stuff like that. But then also you didn't have that connection to your fans. Like you played that show that night. They saw you. They said, that's great, sweet. Maybe you give them a flyer and that's it. And then you don't hear from them again unless they maybe turn up to your gig. You don't hear from that other band that you play with unless you play with them again. Now you've got that sort of online presence where everyone can sit there, talk about the show, talk how it was, talk about doing stuff again, all that sort of thing. And there's a lot less bitchiness. Yeah, people just, yeah. I think most, like, especially the bands that we've luckily enough been able to talk to, everyone just seems to want to help each other out, uplift each other. Mm -hmm. We move up and we want to bring you with us. It just, it, and especially with the Melbourne scene, because the the worry of losing venues, and especially with COVID now, losing like music right. in general, live music is is very, you know, we've realised how much we miss it. Yeah, everyone's just coming together, and we just we want everyone to be back strong. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it's um, it's a shame. Like, obviously, COVID would have done a lot of damage to that. Um, I know there's a few venues that I'm, I was surprised to see make it through all the lockdowns yep. and stuff because it's mm-hmm. yeah obviously if it's not if it doesn't involve gambling the government isn't really interested in helping it they out don't care. they're not getting yeah. they're not from getting it. taxes from it yeah, exactly yeah so it's it's a shame but um it's good to see that um we've got some some good stuff coming up um what is what are some shows that you guys are excited about that are coming up um, well, there's the big ones and the festivals. Apart from the yes, festivals, well. any show with Ghost Seeker because I can't wait to see him live for straight oh, up. Yes. I invited you to that one. I invited you to that one today yeah, because it's it. before the other one. Because that was a band that, like, there's all these shows announced for them this year, and then they've all been cancelled or rescheduled to next year and moved out of order. And I was like, I had tickets to their first show, and then all of a sudden now it's their like later show. And I'm like, wait, I need tickets to this new one now. So, <laughs> as you know, Mark, we, we loved Letters to Amara. We love everyone from from that group and we love everyone from ghost seeker so for us it's just like we want to see it we love that new that track that came out and there's there's two bands that haven't had gigs yet that we listen to ghost seeker and without belief yes yes Ooh, true yes. that's another that's another one and ralph hasn't even announced it yet because obviously he's got the advanity stuff going on but um yeah without belief is going to be a big one that's going to happen next year when that's going to that's going to sell out quick i don't care if there's capacities or anything That'll sell out so big. I'm gonna answer for Mitch, just a show in general. Yeah. Uh yes. However, I was gonna Gloom. say the gloom headliner that's been knocked back about four times. Yeah. And the two Octavia show. Oh, oh with, yes. uh, Last Martyr. with Last Martyr and Marsh, the Motion Below. That is going to be insane. Um, I got tickets for that last night, so uh, I'm really psyched to go to that one. You can do that tomorrow. I love yeah. the boys in motion below. Two oh, Octavia have been sick forever. <laughs> Get on it. Yeah. Um being a dad, I got to pick my battles now. Yeah. And I've been very ones. keen to see The Last Martyr for a long time. So oh. this show is really, I saw it when it first dropped and missed out. I'm like, damn it. Now there's extra tickets. 
<laughs> Change yeah, your extra tickets, get on it. 100%. Um, well, yeah, I guess um, also we've got the festivals coming up, Night and Day, Unify, um, Uncaged. It's mm. it's incredible. Right? It's it's kind of funny how like you go from having nothing to having yep. like to being sport for choice. With uh, I think with a community like, I'm going to say the Melbourne scene, but just the Australian scene in general, once, like if there's been a void like there has for the past 18 months, the moment we get the all clear, we're going to fill that void. Oh, yeah. And it's awesome to see that all these local bands, bands that we as the show have grown up with, um, alongside like Snark, Future Static, um, all paperweight. Paper, paperweight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all, all seeing slots on these festivals is really cool to see. Yeah, and I think like it's so like crazy to see Future Static, like a band that we all know, like we all know the members, they're playing with fucking Wolf Mother. Like it's just, it's, <laughs> it's, right? like, right. it's like Soundwave sort of thing. It's like, like why is Future the- Static not headlining? <laughs> over- why, why, why is Future Static not top billing over Wolf Mother? Yeah, fuck Wolf Mother. <laughs> Look, this is, I mean, we might skip through a couple of festivals, but like Uncaged is the one I was probably a little underwhelmed by. Like it has some great bands on it. But a band, any festival that's considering Wolf Mother as their top headlining billing, has been in Australia like, for a There were so many time. bands on either. It was like these could be better, and you could have probably got someone better than Wolf Mother as your as your headliner. Like that's what you're resting. This is going to get my ticket sales. You know, mm-hmm. we talk about night and day, right? The first thing that I was like, I said, if I'm like, if Parkway plays night and day, I'm going to go. Parkway's playing night and day, so I'm going. Yes. Then there's everyone else that's amazing. I don't know how we called it to. We made a joke the day before and somehow we got it right. But I'm not going to sit there and go, oh, yeah, Wolfmother's paying, playing. I'm going to go and do that and see them as a headliner. Like, there are some great bands under it, but mm. just, yeah, I was a bit, a bit underwhelmed with that lineup. Yeah, I suppose that they probably like had like a tough time with a headliner like they wanted to go for a diverse lineup um i guess like we probably wouldn't even be talking about uncaged if there wasn't some like heavier bands on it i guess but um yeah it's 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 an interesting time because yeah i guess none of their festivals have access to international acts at the moment so it's in a way it's it's given all these amazing opportunities to locals, but um, that's the yeah, best, you kind thing. Of that's the best thing out of all of these. Yeah. yeah. I, I've seen, I've seen everyone bitch, or not everyone, but select few people in a lot of the metal Facebook groups all bitching about like, Oh, you know, this lineup sucks. or that lineup sucks. And you may believe that you mm. may believe that, but just the opportunities that these festivals have given to our local scene mm. is phenomenal. Mm. Like, all these bands have worked hard to get to where they are, and now they're playing night and day, unify, uncaged. Two years two years ago, you wouldn't have seen half a quarter of these bands on these lineups. Hmm. Yes, we can't have international bands. We can't have like unify and um, like any of the the big Download international bands. Yeah, but again, going to unify. Unify's always been an Australian festival, particularly a Melbourne festival. To started. see this many Melbourne bands on it. Oh, yes. And to see our friends on it. Oh, yeah. That's what makes this cool. What time um, do you guys have tickets to? Night and day. Night Unify. Yeah. Yep. Um, Hayden can't come to Unify with it. Like, like he said, he has to pick his battles. Um, and I, I wasn't missing night and day at Cryo Castle. Yeah, Parkway no. Drive coming out to the Varkin style. Come on. 
That's you, gonna be you, made sweet. The, yeah. you made the right choice, Hayden. I think out of all the festivals, I think Night and Day is easily the one that has swung big and hit. Especially music-wise. Yeah. Yes. Like we, we, we talk about we talk about Unify and it's not always about the lineup because you know, like you've been the there experience. as well. It's the experience of the whole weekend and the, and the camping and all that sort of stuff that adds to your Unify experience, you know, as, as a semi-decent sort of lineup and that will still be good because you're also just the Having other experiences. Fun. It gives you more time to go around and, and hang with friends more. And, you know, and make friends. That's a big shit. part of Unify was always making friends too. So Exactly. But then you, you night and day, obviously it's not a camping festival. So while they've picked an amazing place with some great attractions, I mean, there's going to be blacksmithing and then a maze and stuff like that. <laughs> They've definitely music wise have a top quality lineup. Like it's, oh, it's going to be amazing. And they still have all these festivals still have to announce their second lineups. And the acoustic lineups from night and day. Unify in that with all their Thursday the nights, for Unify. Sundays. All oh, that yeah. stuff still has to come. Now everything's been confirmed that they're all going ahead on those dates. Mitch said he reckons within a week or two, you'll see all these second lineups coming out. I reckon, for all yes. this stuff. Mid-November is my guess that we'll get the second lineup, the after party, the pre-party for Unify. Um, and I couldn't even begin to guess who's going to be on that. Yeah. I mean, I, I could, I, but we'd be here all night. Um, I mean, I know, but anyway. I, I know this is your show, but have you got tickets to any of them, Mikey? Yeah, I've got tickets to Unify. Unfortunately, I can't go to Night and Day just oh. because it's a because it's, it's like a New Year's it. thing. It's a tough sell for the misses. Yeah. At the start, I remember suggesting it to her, and oh, yeah. I was like, "Oh, there's a music festival on New Year's Eve." She's like, "That sounds so fun! Like, let's get a ticket." And I knew when she said that, I'm like, "This is this conversation is not going to age well." I'm going to ask you about it. Tomorrow. She's <laughs> like, "I don't know what I was thinking." Like, you know, yeah. So she's oh, not keen well, on that, but um, on yeah, that note, Unify Marky. Unfortunately, I can't be there, so please do not lose your glasses in the first two games again. Oh, God damn it, right? Oh, Classic yeah. Mikey. I'm bringing contacts this year. I'm not risking that. <laughs> yes. And then maybe a couple of spare pairs of glasses just in case. Like, uh, yeah. To be fair, 100%. it was during Diamond Contract, wasn't it? I think so. I was He doesn't so remember. Drunk. He doesn't he remember. Was so drunk. <laughs> yeah. You have to ask Kristen. I mean, she probably knows. That's true. Yeah. Well, I the one thing I remember from that night is throwing up on the uh, Vanessa responsible drinking <laughs> which uh, so is good. so ironic but, uh, that's what, yeah. be fair, you you managed to lose them during a band that got a wall of death started at Sookie lounge yeah. Construct, yeah. classic dc so yeah. classic. all of about 20 people and there was still a wall of death in Sookie lounge <laughs> that's cool well um i guess just to wrap things up um, who is on your radar in the local scene at the moment? I think Wild Heart. Gonna see local? No. That is something I cannot wait for Friday, that Wild Heart EP. Yeah. Um, Go Seeker, definitely, without belief. Um, I'm They're really keen to. Just... I'm really keen to see what Catholic Guilt do next. They're not always our kind of genre, but we do love their music. It's yeah, such a hard yeah. question because obviously being on the show, we, we're lucky enough to hear so much good local music. We're, we are spoiled for choice with it. So they have a pinpoint on one per, one particular act that we can say, go check out. It's, it's just hard to do. But Mitch is right. Those particular ones are very... very Motion below. Yeah. There's just so Motion much below, yep. But also because they've recently, we talked about them earlier, but we didn't bring this up. Future Static have had a lineup change. I am, yep. And I haven't seen them live yet. 
Oh, that's right. I've, yeah. heard, I've heard I've heard that her vocals are phenomenal. Amazing. Her name alludes to me at the moment. Amariah. Amariah. Amira. Amariah. Yeah. I'm really keen to see their next release, which I don't think is particularly far away. Um, Let's hope. I know they've been sitting on something for a bit, but I'm really keen to see uh, something recorded come from those guys. Yeah. Earthcaller. Earthcaller as well. That Earthcaller show is something I'm looking forward to. Yeah, that's still being yeah. to play live. I'm like, that's a unique thing in itself. Yeah. Well, um, just going back to the radio stuff, if you could give, I guess, younger people looking to get into doing their own radio shows, what advice would you give? Put a feeler out. Like stations oh. are always looking for people to learn how to do sound, people yeah. that want to be involved with their youth show. Um talk to your school, particularly the school's music program, and yep. see if they can communicate something between them and the local station. It doesn't, t- it takes a lot less than you'd think. Don't be afraid to ask the questions. Yeah, exactly. Really. It's, it's that or there's, I mean, like I said, I, I didn't start the show, I but I got in with Mitch and it, it sort of came that way, you know, even contact the show and just if you see a show where it's like, oh, there's only one or two people on it, maybe they want someone, maybe, and in the, in like a mine and Hayden's thing, we sort of just on once a month, you know, a, a special attraction here, he's in this month, or he's in, you know, whatever that week. And it builds up from there. But um, yeah, the big thing is just ask, just mm. go, hey, I've got this concept. This is what I want to do. But also, you know, make sure you've researched it. Make sure you know, look at the, ch- the station to begin with. You know, do they play that stuff? Would they play that stuff? I mean, Mitch even said he took a decent risk on this. Yeah, our, if you listen to our, our station, it's it's country, it's it blues. There's a lot of religious shows. Listen to the show before us. The acapella it's show. acapella, choirs, <laughs> all that stuff. And then you have us. So he, that was a huge thing for Mitch to get on that, to get them to go, hey, I know how you have nothing like us. How about you try on it? And like I said, you just got to speak to the right person. And they were like, oh my God, that's what we missed. To be fair with that, originally there was a prog show on before us. So the evening flowed quite well. Dan, and waking it, the neighbors. There used to be a, a, the witching hour too. <sighs> they used to play Midnight. some black metal stuff on a Thursday night, which I miss. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, I miss yeah. it. Yes. So like, it, was like, <laughs> it was Wednesday night, midnight to 1 a.m. It was called The Witching Hour. Uh, Thursdays, I think. It was like, I think it was an international show that was pre recorded and sent in because there's a couple of shows on 3MDR that are done internationally. They record them and send them over. And I think The Witching Hour was one of them because I know she wasn't there at midnight no. to, to do the show. She, she used to lay upon her rocks upon the stone and read the, whatever. <laughs> yeah, because we played ads for her show. That's how we know about the other shows is we play ads for that one and Waking the Neighbours, which is like, um, which says a sort of the more proggy, grungy sort of show that's on, on Friday nights, I think five o'clock. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Dan used to be on before us. And so he'd have his sort of grungy sort of heaviest. Then it'd hit to us and it'd be like a great night of it though. But um, yeah, now we have a acapella show beforehand. <laughs> It's an interesting dynamic. Um, all right. Well, I guess for my last question, what's the future look like for Not Quite Midnight? Shows. We're looking at a couple of other venues. Gigs, gigs, yes. gigs. Ex- expanding our, um, our repertoire of venues. Yeah, I guess getting back to the normal thing, having bands in, more into Having bands in. Like We've got a list of bands we want to hit up, Ooh, yeah, both over, well, not overseas, but both interstate for interviews, Melbourne for live stripped back sets. And really getting back to the heart, which is just being able to chill with people of a similar interest, get their opinion, hear some of their music, and just relax a little bit. 
just help the scene. Just help, help those small bands that you haven't heard of and things like that, and make sure everyone can hear them. Like there is that many good bands out there, and you only got you know your couple of shows that that do it, and on your bigger stations, they play a lot of your international bands. It's all you know. You listen to a couple of shows, and you look at their playlists, like oh, it's Rise Against, it's this, it's that, and you know, there's Parkway and Amity and stuff like that, but. How many times you see Catholic guilt and cold sleep yeah, and paperweight yeah. on these shows regularly every week? As Mikey mm. and you, Trent, would know very well, because me and Mikey have known each other for a long time. We both were in bands in high school. It's it was hard. And we we both watched some fantastic bands fizzle out because it was just it was hard no for support. these bands to be heard, their voice to be heard or you know, listened to. And oh, it was a shame that we we watched man, I've I've heard your old music and I loved it. And, I, I had older if you saying the same thing about my crappy little you say you're band. talking to Mikey and not no, me. No, I will never but, forget. Um, never call it it's, quits. Yeah, oh God. Never call it quits. And what did they do? Call it quits. Call it quits. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was hard. So I like for me, when I came to the station, that's why I love providing some of those weirder stuff that you might not necessarily hear. The brownie. The brownie. Oh, yes. There is bad. That's the best thing about this show. Like, this is what I've been saying for a while with um with people, even during lockdown. I've been able to hang out with my mates every Sunday night. Maybe you have a pizza beforehand, a bit of a chat, and we just listen to some cool music. The benefit is also other people get to listen to it and we're supporting the scene. But at the end of the day, we're just three dudes hanging out with each other, listening to some cool music that we hope anyone also likes. Some people play basketball. We go to a show and enjoy ourselves hanging with two friends. Bounce people's heads. Yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the perfect way to wrap it up, guys. Um Thanks for coming on the show. Um, for anyone that wants to check out the show, uh, Sunday nights, 97.1 at uh, what time does it start again? It's t- nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Yes. Nine o'clock. So, 10 o'clock. We get heavy. Yeah, that's right. Nine till 11. Uh, you can listen on the radio show or you can listen online. Yeah, a lot of people do that because it's a lot clearer. Um, but also you can go, this is also how I sort of listened to the show before I was on it, and a lot of people do. You can go back and listen to it. So Sunday night doesn't really suit a lot of people. Some people only listen to half the show, but as of Monday, you can go back, go into the archive, click the button, and you can listen to the whole show again. So it's convenient for people anytime. They don't necessarily have to do it at that time. But yeah, it's, it's good to see at least people are listening other times. You sort of get messages of, oh, hey, we I heard that bit the other day where you were talking, thanks for the kind words. You know, they weren't listening live at the time, but they went back and listened because you tagged their band or something like that. And you yeah. sort of get that feedback afterwards. And on that note, like, don't be afraid to tell us or text in if you are listening live. And Absolutely. We do love or after the fact some messages. Yeah, so that's a good point. Even after it, we will still like your feedback and still knowing that you enjoyed the show. During the week, you know, we may not be talking about it, but we're all individually planning the show. And it doesn't get put together till Saturday night, Sunday night. But if you're in a band, email us, Facebook messages. Uh, the email is notquitemidnight3mdr at gmail.com. The Facebook is just notquitemidnight at 3mdr. So just hit us up. We are happy to take a listen to anything and play just about anything, as long as it fits, if it fits the, show the show parameters. Yeah. Perfect, guys. Well, uh, thanks again for coming on the show. And um, just uh, another reminder, that's 97.1 FM. And uh, it's on the logo there I put up. Thanks for having us. Thanks, mate. We're looking forward to beers beers in in person and and gigs soon. We'll see you at a gig. Other hoops or gigs. That's true. It feels like it's just around the corner now. I can't wait. I mean, we're in, what are we, in November? It's it's three months. It's less than three months to unify. I'm a little bummed I'm not going, but you guys can beat in spirit for me. (laughs) Sounds good, guys. Well, uh, take care and we'll uh, speak to you soon. Thanks, brother. Thanks, man. Take care. Catch you, Mikey. Let's shake the floor!
find it, everything even ends. 